Hello, good afternoon. Uh, this is Patricia English, and this is Prophetic Connections Devotional. I would like to um, speak of something that um, I believe God put on my heart uh, for the church. And if you would be kind enough to, uh, to hear what, what is being said. Um, the name I would put on it is God's Instructions to the Church. Uh, regarding the um, the story of Jesus when he was when he has uh, appointed seventy disciples to go into the harvest uh, when he said go two by two as his laborers to present his message of salvation. You know God's harvest is the world, but there are not enough laborers. That is why Jesus said to pray to him the Lord of the harvest to send more laborers into the field. Jesus sent out these seventy as lambs among wolves. You know, lamb is like a very simple animal who, who hears their shepherd's voice. And a wolf is a very crafty, up-to-no-good up animal. We know that. We as God's sheep should always obey the voice of our shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ, so that we would not get entangled with the enemy. Jesus also told them not to speak to anyone along the way. Uh, God doesn't want us to get distracted from the assignment he has given all of us. There are a lot of voices and suggestions along our way in life that could take us off course if we don't stay focused. The gospel is the message of peace to bring man back to God. Jesus said, if anyone does not receive it, we are to shake off the dust off our shoe uh, as a sign that they have rejected Jesus. This is what he was telling his disciples at that time. It would be like uh, throwing pearls to a bunch of swine that have no conception of the value of pearls. Jesus told them that the destruction that was prophesied about Tyre and Sodom, and it speaks of this in Ezekiel chapters of the chapter 26 and chapter 28. And this was fulfilled at that time. Ezekiel spoke of it. But Capernaum's destruction uh, will be greater than theirs. In today's day, having preachers, evangelists, uh, teachers, pastors, prophets, all over Christian television and radio during the course of the day, there will be no excuse in comparison to the days of old. Regarding our country, the United States, we are not exempt from destruction if we do not repent and come back to God. Our punishment will be greater than Tyre and Sodom. And uh, Capernaum had more understanding than Tyre and Sodom, and the United States has even more understanding than Capernaum. We, as a country, are totally without excuse. You know, wickedness uh, in itself is not damnable because if the wicked repents, they can be saved. But the wickedness to refuse the invitation of the Holy Spirit to repent and get saved will never be forgiven. Jesus said, Assuredly, I say to you, all sins will be forgiven, the sons of men, and whatever blasphemies they may occur, they may utter. But he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never receive forgiveness, but is subject to eternal damnation. Oh. Mark 3, verses 28-29. That's where he spoke of that. We must, as Christians, pray and tell as many people as possible about this good news. Let us find a way to communicate and give the message of repentance and to trust in God through his Son, Jesus Christ. It is the gospel alone that has the power to transform the heart of a man, as it's written in Romans 1, verse 16. You know, we all hear and read about how people are trying to silence the gospel and change God's laws. You know, great nations of wealth and power 
they fell because they turned from God. King David said that the sacrifice that God desires is a broken spirit. David said to God, you will not reject a heart that is broken and sorry for their sins. And he spoke of this in Psalms 51, 17. King David knew repentance and the mercy and goodness of God because he should have died for the sin he committed. Let's cry out for mercy and ask God not to give us what we deserve, but to forgive us. God is greater than the terrorists that want to bring destruction to this country and any other demise of any other people. But God will allow things to happen, if necessary, to bring our, our nation to their knees. In the Old Testament, God allowed terror to come upon his people when they turned their face from God and also allowed their enemy to live among them. Does that sound familiar? God does not change, but we have to. God is good, and he has no pleasure in allowing disaster to happen. But because he loves us so much and he wants us to acknowledge him, he will do whatever it takes for us to turn back to him. Some of you might be saying, well, you know, why are we in the Old Testament? Aren't we in the dispensation of grace? Well, yes, we are in the dispensation of grace, and that is why we must obey God now while we still have time, because his arms are still open wide toward us, towards this nation. God spoke through Isaiah and said, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near, Isaiah 55, 6. And he also said that the, his spirit will not always strive with man forever, for man is indeed flesh, yet his day shall be 120 years. And this is written in Genesis 6, verse 3. God is saying that he is giving man space to repent and to trust in him on this side of the grave in the same way he gave space to repent to the people in Noah's day. God and his word are the same and they will never change. So it is for today also. God told the prophet Joel to blow the trumpet in Zion and to sound an alarm in his holy mountain and let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord is coming for it is near at hand. And he will show his great judgments unless we repent. That's Joel 2, verse 1. We are Zion and God's trumpet. We are Zion. Zion is the church. And we are God's trumpet. And God called us, his people, to speak to the world. And to even encourage other Christians to do the same. As the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, we all have a responsibility to get this gospel out and to pray for God's mercy, not his judgment. When this happens, we can say, as Paul said, Now I rejoice not that you were made sorry, but that your sorrow led to repentance. For we were made sorrowful in a good manner, so that we would not have any loss. For it is godly sorrow that produces repentance, which leads to salvation, having no regrets like the world whose sorrow produces death. God spoke through his prophet Amos and said, Woe to you who are at ease in Zion and trust in Mount Samaria, notable persons in the chief nation to whom the house of Israel comes. That's in Amos 6 verse 1. Let's translate this to America. Have we come so complacent that we now trust in the government? ourselves and all the riches this country has to offer instead of the one who was responsible for the riches of this nation when God wants to turn a nation around he speaks to his people not the world 
The unbelievers who are trusting in the world system have been blinded by the God of this world. We are the church. We are the ones who are responsible to accomplish what God is saying. Let's be reasonable for a moment. Do we think God is going to continue to turn his face away from the babies that we have killed? Do we think that he is ignoring the judges who are making laws contrary to God's laws of this nation that were written by the people and for the people? The judge's responsibility is to strictly construe and apply the law and not supersede it. God spoke through Isaiah and said, Woe to you who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Isaiah 5.20 God is so good. Oh, he really is. He is so good. He is always extending his mercy to us, always giving us a chance to change our ways. His mercy is from everlasting to everlasting. His mercy is new every morning. Come, let us act on what he said in Second Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Oh, that sounds awesome. There are many and many people in the Valley of Decisions, and we have what they need, which is the precious gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, come on, onward soldier, onward Christian soldier. Let us march forward in this power and spread the good news that Jesus Christ died to give us. He is so merciful. If there is anyone listening to this and you have never committed your life to Jesus Christ, oh, this is your opportunity. This is the most important decision you will ever make in your entire life because this decision will determine your eternal life where you will live from the time we are conceived we became an eternal being this life is not the end there is another life after this and it's only heaven or hell you can say this prayer oh God I believe I am a sinner I believe I cannot change myself I need a savior I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart. Reveal yourself to me by your Holy Spirit. I want to be saved. I want to have the assurance of heaven. But before that, I want to live godly right here on this earth and, and spread your good news that I can pass the baton to someone else. Oh, Father, forgive me for my sin. I ask you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all.